Good evening, saints, wonderful people of God. It's another wonderful day we have gathered together to have another wonderful study devotion to study the Word of God. And before I start, I would like to start with a prayer. <clears throat> Heavenly Father, God, we thank you for another wonderful day. Thank you for the gift of life. Thank you for giving us this opportunity to come again and study your Word. Father, we welcome your Spirit to come and take control. Holy Spirit, bring understanding revelation in jesus name we pray amen so uh, we left off from john chapter 13 and we had read about um walking in humbleness and serving one another that is the story in this chapter and we walk we talked also about are we washed are we cleansed that we need not only physical cleansing, but we also need spiritual cleansing. So this is the last um, day before Jesus has been crucified in this chapter. And he's, going, he's teaching his disciples to walk in humbleness, to serve one another. And uh, also through the washing of, the feet, of their feet was also a significant um, sign that we do not only have to, it's not enough to be washed physically, to be baptized physically, but also to be cleansed spiritually. That we need to be cleansed spiritually so that we might have a fellowship with Jesus Christ. He said, if you're not washed, you have no part in me. So we're going to continue from the same chapter. <clears throat> Excuse me. And we'll be reading from the same chapter, but a different verse. And as I always emphasize, please take your time after this. Or even before this, to read the Bible, pray for the Holy Spirit to bring understanding and revelation because He's the teacher. He teaches us, He's teaching me, He's teaching you. So take your time, please spend some quality time in the Word of God. So I'll be reading from John chapter 13, verse 34 and 35. A new command I give you love one another as I have loved you, so you must love one another. By this, Everyone will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. So, the first thing we see here is that it's a command. He is not only asking us, he is commanding us to love one another. Just like he has loved us. Why should we love one another? So that people will know that we are from him. You know guys, as Christians... Not only as Christians, but as human beings, if we look around you in the world today, we live in a very hostile world. We need support of one another to operate in this environment that we're living in, in this time, in this season that we're in. We're living in very dark times and love is what most of us need. So love for our fellow Christians does not only imply we are to love only them, but we also we are, we also have to love those without Christ. It doesn't only mean that because Jesus commanded us to love one another, that means those that don't have Christ are less to be loved. No, that's not what he said. If you look in Leviticus uh, chapter 19, 18, God commanded um, the children of Israel to love one another, to love their neighbors as they love themselves. But in this in this specific chapter which is in the new testament which is in a new covenant jesus was implying that we should love all of us all of us example he loved um people that were in that time not to be loved according to the pharisees and the sadducees of them 
He loved the woman who was caught in adultery. They wanted to stone her. They wanted to condemn her. But he said, woman, where are they that condemn you? She looked, they said, no way. And then he said, I, I do not condemn you either. Go and see no more. That was an act of love and of mercy. And um, the tax collector, um, I forgot his name. He also showed love when he went and sat with him. He sat with sinners, even though he was the Messiah, the Christ. He was a teacher. He was seen higher, but he did not upgrade himself higher than other people. He walked in love and humbleness. The command love one another, love one another is grounded in the fact that we are all sinners. All of us are sinners. Redeemed by Jesus Christ in the same way. He paid for each and every one of our sins. There is no one that is greater than the other. There is no one that is cleaner. There is no one that is perfect. There is no one that is higher than the other ones. No. And as brothers and sisters in the same family, children of the same father who is our Lord, who is God, and disciples of Christ <clears throat> with each other, we are called to love one another. What does that mean? We are called to come together in agreement. We are called to pray for one another in time of need. We are, taught, we are called to bear one another's burdens. Just like he was with his disciples. We are called to forbearing and forgiving one another. Not calling, not, sorry, not carrying resentfulness and bitterness in our hearts. But forgiving one another just like the Father forgave us our sins. Just like Jesus forgave Judah's sins. You know, Judas was... Uh, they used to collect money for the poor and Judas used to steal and Judas betrayed him and he still forgave him and loved him. You see, even at the end of his day, they said, Father, forgive them for they do not know what they're doing. We are called to build one another in faith. Look around you. Most people do not have hope, do not have faith because of the things that are happening. The pandemic came. Everything was turned around, upside down. People have lose, lost their job. People have lost their loved ones. People don't have homes. People don't have food to eat. And this is a time to encourage one another and to build each other's faith. It is now. We don't have to wait for people to, to die to say, I love you, to appreciate them. It shouldn't come to that point. We see that life is short. What just took place the last few months showed us that there is no guarantee for tomorrow. Life is short. We have to be very careful how we live our lives. And we have to humble ourselves and walk in love. Because this life we live is very, very fragile. It can end any time. Loving one another, as I said, is a commandment to be observed like Jesus did and not only that we are we have to submit and walk in obedience to this commandment that Jesus told us you know there's nothing important in God's eyes than obedience he says obedience is better than sacrifice so when we walk in love you're walking in obedience and this means we have to continue walking in his ways what does it mean to walk in his ways? To do the things that he did. He never condemned. He never judged. He never um, rebuked people for no reason. He walked in love and showed mercy and grace. And we all know that we have all fallen short of sin. None of us is righteous. 
Christ loved people freely. He loved his disciples. He's, he loved everybody freely. Without, <coughs> excuse me, withstand, without withstanding all the unworthiness and ungratefulness. What am I saying there? Our unworthiness. We are unworthy of his love. We are unworthy of his grateful, of his, of his mercy. We are always ungrateful. We are always compare, complaining, murmuring. But he still loved us. He still decided to die for us on the cross. So, we should also love one another. Though there may be many things that we see in each other, that we observe in each other, which we might not always agree. We always have to disagree. There's always going to be a disagreeable <coughs> crust. Excuse me, sorry. Christ loved us all without any distinction. And as he loved us without any distinction, so should we love one another. Whether you're poor or rich, whether you're weak or strong, whether they, they, you're less of a believer or greater, they, that, those things don't matter. He proved it. It doesn't matter who you are. All he wants is us to love one another. And as we do that, we're not only, we're going to be evangelizing to people. And it's not only evangelizing, but we're also going to be demonstrating who we are. He said, if you walk in love, they will know that you are my disciples. So when we walk in love, when we do these things to support one another and to build each other up, we're not only evangelizing to people, but we're also demonstrating his love, his his, his, his word in us is, is being manifested, is being shown to the outside world. Because that's what he commanded us. And if we look in 1 Corinthians <clears throat> chapter 13, love is patient and kind. Love is not jealous. It does not brag and is not proud. Love is not rude, is not selfish and does not get upset with one another. Love does not count up wrongs that have been done. Love is not happy with evil, but is happy with the truth. Love patiently accepts all things. It's all, it always trusts, always hopes, and always remains strong. And at the end of the verse, verse 13, it says, And now these three remain, faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of this is love. What remains? Faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of them is love. And what is love? Love is patient. Let us be patient with one another. Let us be kind to one another. Love is not jealous. Let us not be envious and jealous for one another. Everybody have their time to be blessed and to come up. You know, there's so many things that can bring jealousy. But let us not be jealous. Let us not be rude. Let us not be selfish. It says love does not get upset with one another. Let's not harbor resentfulness and anger and bitterness in us no let us let go and walk in love and forgiveness love is not happy with evil but is happy with truth let us walk in truth with one another let us not count up and keep wrongs you did this you say that you did not no no, no. Mm -mm. that's not what we are called to do we are called to walk in love and to oversee things Look at Jesus. He knew that Judas was going to betray him. He knew that Judas steals money in the account. But he still loved him. He still loved him. He even loved him so much that he washed his feet. And hoping that Judas would turn back and come to the realization that he can change his way. That Christ is the way. But he still did not. And at the end, until the last day, he loved him until he went to the cross. He knew that Peter was going to deny him. 
and he still loved him. That is love. The Bible says, we know in 1 John 4, 60, we know the love that God has for us. And we trust that love. God is love. Those who live in love, live in God. And God lives in them. Those who live in love, live in God. And God lives in them. If we live in love, God lives in us. And that's the main key. When we have love, God is in us. And people will see that God is in us. We have to walk in love just like Christ's love. He demonstrated it for us. He died on the cross for you and me. What greater love than that could we ever get and, and, and receive? You know, at the end of this, to what conclusion do we come? <laughs> our verbal witness, when we testify that Jesus is our Lord and Savior, it has to match with our actions. We have to, he has to match by a visual demonstration of his love in us. Our love for one another is a defining characteristic of our relationship with Jesus Christ, people. Through our demonstration of love, the world will come to know who God is. The world will come to know who we are in Christ. You will be walking, your neighbor will be there doing things. And when you walk in love, you will not know that you're influencing this person that is doing you bad. That is maybe gossiping about whatever it is. And at one point, the person will come and just be questioning like, why do you still do this to me even though I've done this to you? And they will, you tell them because I am a Christian and this is what Christ commanded us. I forgive and let go and I walk in love. And that will change. That one will touch someone's heart. And we have to look around us. We are going through so many things in this time. The world is evil. The world is full of darkness, hostility, anger, pride. And there's a verse that says in the Bible, there will come a time where their love will will grow cold and they will be lovers of money. Let's not wait for that time where things are even going to get worse than they are right now. Let's walk in love right now. And we know that God loves us, not only because he crucified and sacrificed his son for us, but look around you. Look at your child that is healthy and alive. Look at your spouse. Look at your family, your mother, your father, your sister, if they're still around. They're, they're supporting you. Love for them. That is love. That is God's love for you. You have a roof on your head. You have food on the table. That is love. That is grace, love, and mercy. Let us love as he loved us. My title for today is Love as I Loved You. Love your neighbor. Even that one that broke your heart, forgive them. Let go and walk in love because you do not know what they went through. Why they are the way why they are the way they are. Maybe through you loving them, they will heal and they will not hurt and hurt other people. But they will learn to love because you love them. Maybe someone is sick and they have nobody. Go and pray for someone. Maybe someone needs encouragement and hope. They have lost their work. They have lost their house. Go and sit down and encourage them. Tell them God loves them. 
that God sees their needs, that God will provide is Jehovah Jireh. Encourage them, bless them. Bless them. It doesn't have to only be a Christian. It can also be a non-Christian that needs this moral support. Sometimes we are, we are all going through some things, but there's times where we have to put ourselves aside and go and help other people. And when you do that, you will feel more blessed when you pray for another person's pain, another person's um, health. That is love. And you will realize that the problems you're facing are nothing compared to other people what they're facing. You will realize that you are loved. There are people who are going through much worse than we are going through. There are people who are facing situations that are unbearable. But sit down and reflect your life. Look at your life. Look at your surroundings. Look at your family. And see how God loves you. Because you do not have to go through chemotherapy. You don't have to bury your loved one. You don't have to beg for food. We are blessed. We are in a country that the government is paying for our bills and such things. In the whole world, how many countries do that? That is love. We are living in a land flowing with milk and honey, just like Deuteronomy 28 says. That's what the Lord told the Israelites. I will give you houses you did not build. I will give you vineyards you did not plant. That is love. You wake up every morning to your healthy child. That is love. Someone else don't have that. You wake up every morning to one food on the table. That is love. We are not in a country where there is war. Bombs flying everywhere. Look at America around you. Most of our people, our family members that are black, they are panicking because they don't know if they are going to see their children again because of their skin. But we are here. We are still better off than some people. Please. Let us not forget, we are love. God is love and he loves us, all of us. He does not have a favoritism, no. He doesn't have a favor, you are big, you are this, you are king, you are, you are light, you are brown, you are white. No, he loves us all. And some people are going through us, some people are going much less well, but we are all going through something and we all need each other. We all need, we need each other's prayer and support, we all need to encourage one another, to lift one another up. So saints of God, love as he loved you. Love as I loved you is our topic for today. Let us pray. Father God, we thank you. Thank you for loving us. Thank you for caring for us. Thank you for blessing us with life, with our family members, our children. Thank you that we are healthy and old. Thank you for giving your son Jesus Christ on the, uh, to die for us on the cross. Thank you that you are love. Father, help us to walk in love, to love like you love. Pour down your spirit of love that we might shine your love outside there. Fill us, Holy Ghost, with the love of the Father that it might shine brighter to the world, to the nations. Help us to love one another. Help us to forgive one another. Help us to build one another. Help us to encourage one another. Help us to agree, Lord. Help us, O oh Lord. Pour down your spirit of love, Father. Thank you that you love us. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for your unconditional love that never ends. Agape love. 
and conditional love. Thank you, Lord. We bless your name. We magnify and exalt you. Thank you for sending your son, Jesus Christ, to die for us on the cross. Thank you. There is no greater love than that, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that if we have love in us, you live in us. Thank you. We bless you and magnify in Jesus' name. We pray. Amen. Saints of God, that was it for today. God bless you. And not forget, walk in love. Love as I loved you. Stay blessed. Bye.